0: what is up pretty in the paint family this is your host miss lady sade i missed y'all last week i missed y'all last week last week was a lot going on for me so i needed to take the week off and just recalibrate get my mind together and really just make sure that i was coming to y'all with some good information and just some real great plays for the playbook of life so listen um We all know that, you know, the Oscars came out. It was a big thing with Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith, where um, he, you know, chose to put hands on Chris Rock. And he did what he felt was best for his wife and his life at that situation at that moment in time. And that's what today's episode really focuses on. You got to do what's best for you. Um, That's a major play in a playbook. Um, Especially when it comes to mastering yourself. I think that so often we find ourselves in situation where we live for other people. And even if we love those people, it can be family members, it can be friends, it could be societal things that we do uh, for certain levels of acceptance and stuff like that. But the reality of your life is that if you have people in your life that love you, they're going to support you. Regardless of whether you choose to move forward with them or not. And so that can be again in friendships, family relationships. Your people that love you in your life want you to be happy. And that is really, really major. Um, I think that a lot of times too, when different things happen and when directions change in our life, we kind of look at that as like the end all be all. Like, damn, I can't believe like this certain situation is over like I've been kicking it here and kind of playing it here for a really long time and you know like even me myself I'm a dreamer I have a lot of dreams about different things and even though I might have dreams about certain types of things or whatever I still try to avoid certain things happening like no I had a dream about this I really don't want things to go the way that the dream says or you know just having different types of um enlightenment and entombment and different things like that i don't think that's the right word but you know discernment and stuff and and not wanting things to change but then realizing that things have to change in your life that's the only way to transform you know the only way to transform is to have a transformative experience and a lot of times we experience things in life and we want things to go the way that we're used to them going. Like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of what I'm used to. But sometimes what what you're used to might be traumatic. Sometimes what you're used to might be catering to an older version of yourself that you've actually outgrown. And so you have to kind of make the decision to say, you know what? I'm not even be like, I'm better than this situation, but I'm still finding myself right now. And so because I'm still finding myself and I'm still dealing with certain things and I'm still working past certain levels of hurt and pain and stuff like that, I have to be willing and be okay with not only walking away from certain situations, but certain situations walking away from me. Because sometimes we try to mold and shape something in our life into something and maybe that was never really the purpose of the situation. You know, the purpose of the situation could have really been to help us see a certain level of ourselves, help us build a certain level of confidence within ourselves, and also possibly let us see that there are certain qualities in situations that we do admire, that we feel like could work for us, but it's not the full package at the moment. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like, Your self-discovery journey is a collection of ebbs and flows and people come into your life, situations come into your life, um, circumstances come into your life. I mean, just really kind of like dealing with things that have been swept under the rug, you know, like even with my younger brother, you know, finally coming down to Orlando, sitting down and us talking And kind of dealing with a family issue and it was just kind of for lack of better terminology it was really uncomfortable for me for everybody involved it was just really uncomfortable and i feel like though you have to endure those things you have to look at and take a close examination of the things that you may be trying to run away from you have to take a close examination of the things that low-key make you uncomfortable Because there are so many things that because we have been taught to ignore, and I'm going to always talk about feelings on this podcast. We've been taught to ignore our feelings, and we've been taught to, you know, take a certain light. Even Will Smith kind of touched on that in his acceptance speech. It's like, you know, we've been conditioned to take disrespect. We've been conditioned to think that because of our former selves that are less evolved versions of ourselves ourselves, We've been conditioned to believe like, oh, I deserve to get treated this way. Or I deserve all these things that are not true. And um, it comes a point into your life where you walk into the season of all of the things that you've been praying for. You walk into the season of all the blessings and you get to really take it all in. And, And that's the thing. You really have to have eyes to see your blessings. You really have to have ears to hear your blessing. You have to have a heart to really see and feel, you know, uh, the things that are coming in for you because living in a certain level of gratitude will only amplify what you're feeling. And I can tell you guys with everything that I had have been through in life, I know that as a woman, it is very hard. And I kind of touch on this a lot in the podcast and it's because it's my reality. It's really hard to be heartless. It's hard to be feelingless in a world that promotes like toxicity and negative uh, vibrations and stuff like that. It's It is hard because for me personally, I am very selective with who I engage with. And it's so funny because this morning I was getting ready for work and I was kind of, you know, then last night. So I'm recording this on Monday night. Sunday night, I prayed a lot. I prayed a lot i prayed over my family i prayed over people who have come in contact with me you know what i mean um just to be present and praying for them i prayed over myself too but i really spent a lot of time praying for them and i prayed a lot to relax my mind i told myself over the weekend um just based on situations and circumstances that had happened over the weekend i said you know this particular weekend is going to be the last weekend that i overthink Because a lot of times when you overthink things, it doesn't even typically end up being what you think it's going to be. Like something had ended up happening where I didn't even go to sleep. Like I woke up, I went to sleep for like two hours and then I stayed up from like three to six. Like I didn't sleep until the sun came up because something was bothering me so bad in my mind. Right. And so I said all that to say that a lot of the time I kind of lost my train of thought because I kind of went deep into that moment. I actually kind of relived that moment for a moment. Okay. So yeah, I spent a lot of that time praying and because, you know, sometimes even on your spiritual journey, yes, meditation is great. Um, but you still got to pray. You still have to have that connection with God and to just being able to feel your heart again, you know, um, because I know this might sound strange, but sometimes You have to feel uncomfortable in your heart to feel it first. Because once you know what a a lower vibrational feeling feels like, or once you know what pain feels like, despair, uh, all these things that are not conducive to peace, once you feel those discomforts and you find yourself back in a state of joy and a state of happiness for real, um, once you feel that again, it's kind of like, well, this is the feeling that I want to stay in. Like, I, I I love this feeling right here. And, you know, I do feel like the market is sat- oversaturated with the word love. Like, people be like, I love pizza. I love cookies. I love football. I love basketball. But love is such a powerful thing, for real. Because, again, when you love something, someone says. Um, certain situation when you love it you can still love it even if it doesn't involve you that's what love is for real and um, being able to gracefully bow out no matter how much you want to control the narrative in a situation you have to understand that when you are in a place where your purpose is basically chasing you down at this point like and I'm not talking about a person when your purpose is Is basically on your neck. Like, hey, this is what it is now. Your purpose is here. Everything that's not in alignment with your purpose at the moment will have to move. No matter how much you love it. No matter how it makes you feel in that moment. Because when you are asking God for guidance, when you are asking God to align you with where you're supposed to be, it gets really uncomfortable first. It gets really questionable. Like, hey, yo, this is shaky, Lord. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I mean, even to go back to the um, Will Smith situation, like, when you're at your highest moment, the enemy might try to come in and, like, distract you or whatever the case may be. But I don't even believe in giving that the devil that much credit. Because a lot of time it's not about, it's about, in my opinion, It's about finding the things inside of you that are holding you back. Like even me, my little brother was kind of having that conversation. He was saying that he practices um, being a Hebrew Israelite, which is beautiful. He lives mainly in the Old Testament because that's his belief system. So I support him. And um, he was saying something along the lines of like, he doesn't really believe in demons necessarily. Like he just believed that these are people's thoughts that are running rampant in their mind. And I think that it comes a moment in your life where you got to ask yourself, like, where did this even come from? This deeply rooted uh, thought process that everybody's out to get me. Or this deeply rooted thought process. Oh, let me go back. Whoa, 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 Sorry, I bumped the mic. But listen, this is what I was about to say. I'm very selective with my energy, right? And so I feel like a lot of times when I interact with people, On a certain level and frequency i do believe that we are all mirrors to one another typically with me i'm a certain kind of way with people look i'm like this i'm gonna be a certain way towards you as far as i'm gonna actually let you put the energy out first i'm literally like letting you set the tone for how your interaction is going to be with me and then whatever you feel off of me is typically what you're giving to me like if you're giving me some kind of like weird ass energy i'm literally gonna reflect that shit back to you nobody can say that they done met me and i just be like oh uh uh-uh, if you like no i'm not like that i give everybody a chance straight up if i'm being and it ain't even if i'm being i'm telling y'all i will straight up give somebody an opportunity to be themselves that does not mean um You got to fake and be a certain kind of way with me or, you know, da 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 But when you are in a space of spending most of your time, majority of your time, getting to know yourself, you know, um, you give people that same grace. Like, I'm going to really give you the grace to be yourself. I'm going to give you the grace to... Present yourself as yourself, then if you come across me and then you act this way, like you I'd be like, hey, what up, whatever, what up, how you doing? Blah 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 i b I'm, I'm talking to you, and then you start acting away. I'm naturally gonna detract, like, I'm naturally gonna be like, oh, okay, I see, okay, I see what it is because whatever. You just mirrored, whatever you just gave to me, I literally just mirrored that back to you. And that's not even something of me um, trying to be funny or nothing like that. I think that's just how I'm built. If you cool with me and I'm cool with you and you come off and you cool, I'ma be cool with you. If I'm interacting with you and I feel like you acting weird, nigga, I'm gonna act weird too. Excuse my French, I didn't mean to say the N word, but I'ma act weird too. And I'm not talking about men. I'm talking about people in general. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, my biggest thing is I'm not going to sit up here and fake the font with you when I feel a weird vibe off of you. The vibration is weird. You're here for something. And and I think that, too, a lot of time we um, we do let it play out like, oh, I'm just being paranoid. I'm just whatever. No, you have to learn to trust yourself in that way. Like, I think DMX, you know, said it best. Like, I trust people to be themselves. I trust people to be themselves. Period. The end. That doesn't mean that somebody coming into your life is not a pivotal point for them that they might need to see themselves for who they are. But typically, God is going to let you mirror, especially if you're on a self-love, self-discovery journey. Like I said, I don't let people get close to me like that because I'm still healing. So far be it for me, I don't, I, I'm not the person that wanna hurt people, cause I've been hurt a lot. We all have, it's not about me, we all have. But at the same time, you have to decide if you're going to continue to perpetuate that cycle of hurt, or if you gotta be okay with like, you know what, I'm literally gonna rock by myself. I'm literally going to go after all these goals. I'm literally going to just do what I need to do to be the best version of myself today and tomorrow and the day after that. And not feel bad about that because it's not selfish. It is more selfish to put yourself out there when you don't have it. That is very selfish. Extremely. So, you know, I think that it's important to find people when you meet them that mirror your energy, that mirror like one thing i was telling my um, friend the other day i'm the type of female if you're going to the gym good like i want to see you feel good about yourself feel happy about yourself if you're working on a project good i'm gonna be the person that like all your posts i'm gonna be the person that's bigging you up like i knew you can do it like i'm gonna be that person that's clapping for you if you're in a relationship good Especially if they're good to you and they're treating you right. Like, you know, like I said, I was talking to my friend the other day and that person's in a certain type of relationship as far as they don't really like the way they partner treat them sometimes. But who am I to be like, you need to leave them alone. I have said that to them in the past, but ultimately if you're still going back to them, there is something there that they're still fulfilling a need for you, still giving you a lesson, still something there's still something there for you. Or you're going to keep going back and you're going to keep repeating that same cycle with that person. But it's something there that my friend feel like they need to get. So I done said my piece about it. But then ultimately I said to them, if you like it, I love it. Because that is that person's reality. I don't have to live in anybody else's reality. My reality. And one thing my mom used to say, me coming up, I never really understood it. But my life is very simple. You know, I'm starting to really live by I'm going to treat people how I want to be treated as far as if I'm coming to you as a fresh energy and I'm like, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you, Ba 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 beep. Okay, cool. I'm sensing something a little weird. I'm still going back off, but I'm not going, you know what I mean? I'm not going to drag you because of that. That's just where you at. And we're just not in the same place. That doesn't make you a bad person. That just means that I'm going to choose my peace over the interaction every time. You know what I mean? And I would want the people in my life to do the same. Playa said that if I'm not bringing you peace, if I'm not adding value to your life, if I'm not a vibe for you, don't vibe with me. Don't rock with me. Rock with what gives you peace. Rock with what is helping you to get to the best part of your journey. Do what's best for you. Whatever that is in that moment. I also want people to be very future-oriented as far as it's great to be present and we talked about that in the past episode being present is very powerful because when you're present you are able to make better decisions for your future you know like i said i've been i've been in situations where i've um acted based on this fearful place like hey this this, this, this is what i want from this situation not knowing that i've never even been in a situation like that before and so thinking that that's what I wanted from a situation, and not really looking at the situation for what it really could be, just kind of looking at it from a kind of stagnant, stuck place, and trying to control again control the narrative of a situation rather than being open to it. Now that doesn't mean let me tell you something. That does not mean you have to entertain foolishness. Like, if you you don't have to join the circus if you're not a clown, right? But if you have people in your life, right, that are bringing out the best in you in some way, shape, or form, that's what you cling to. You know, like I said, I'm a I'm a pretty private person. I kind of always been like that. Even in high school, I'm an ambivert, like a pure ambivert. Like I'm very introverted, but I'm very extroverted. Like don't catch me at a party at the right day after a couple of shots of tequila. We turning up like that's what's happening. <laughs> you know, but um, at the end of the day when you surround yourself with people that are fertile soil you will reap the benefits of that you will reap the benefits of doing what's best for you even if doing what's best for you is going completely inside and not socializing for a little bit and really like digging deep inside yourself to be like okay self and self gonna be like yeah and you got to be like okay what's the play now i done did x y and z let's go back to plan a what's plan a you know what I mean? Like, what's, what What does it look like when I'm not giving up on my dreams? What does it look like when I'm going back to the drawing board on something that I've been planning on doing years ago before anybody came into my life? What does that look like? You know, what what does doing what's best for me even look like? Does that look like getting up and going to the gym? Does that look like getting another job? Does that look like leaving somebody behind? Does that look like inviting somebody in? What does doing what's best for you look like for real? And I will say this about the Will situation. I'm going to touch on this really quickly, and I'm going to let it rest. But I feel like this. Will did what he felt was best in that situation. Do I condone physical violence? Absolutely not. We've talked about this in masculine energy and things like that. But I do feel like, first of all, their marriage is very public, of course, because they're celebrities. But Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are married. Let's start there. They're married. They are not boyfriend and girlfriend. They ain't no side pieces. They ain't no sneaky links. They are married. Them people been married for 20-something years, and them people have decided to stay married amidst everything that happened with her situation because we don't know if he has any situations, because he has not chosen to open up about, or maybe he has, I haven't read his book. That might be a book that needs to be read now. Like everybody hating on Will, but I kind of want to know a little bit more about Will now. But um, I digress. So I feel like he did something that was profound, which was he protected a black woman. Like that was powerful to me. Again, he probably definitely could have went about it a different way. And I'm not really a person to engage in mainstream talk because I didn't even talk about all the stuff that they went through previously because it ain't my business. I don't care. But I'm seeing a lot of black women starting to get their flowers as far as it's a lot of good women out here that are world changers, that are you know out here really wanting to see things be done properly for the culture women who are going through their own personal medical battles women who are millionaires women who are um, changing the social game and bringing their energy into this world in their own energy not someone perpetuating a, a stereotype of their energy black women are standing fully in their energy and so i don't personally think that the Interaction between Will Smith and Chris Walk was a redemption moment for Will Smith. I feel like Will Smith saw that his wife was uncomfortable. And amongst everything that they had already been through, that man said, hey, you know know what? At the end of the day, this is, it's my job to protect my family. Now, again, do I think Will Smith should just be going around slapping everybody like Tang? Like, no, do not go around slapping everybody. But at the end of the day, he did what he felt was best. And people hold people up to this such a high caliber of, quote, unquote, like, you know, self-control and, you know, you should be able to not do this. Da, 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 da. But at some time, at some point, like this man felt like he was his wife was disrespected enough, whether it was a plot or a ploy or a play on people's emotions. Even though I do want some good energy back from Willa Jada, good energy. Don't be sitting on Fulgian over here because I did invest some of my energy into y'all. So I would like a refund on some of that. send me some of that millionaire energy this way keep all the other stuff but I do feel like that was a very powerful display of a black man standing up for his black wife who has her own medical condition that she doesn't talk about or she has openly talked about but there could be something underlying there so I mean ultimately sometimes majority of the time doing what you feel is best is going to always lead you to a space where you do not feel like you betrayed yourself for something that you didn't feel like was best for you and the people that really love you will support you in that all right so um yeah that's pretty much it you know um pretty women love purpose is available on amazon.com it's a journal It's a self-love journal that encourages you to go a little bit deeper within yourself. It is a playbook to self-mastery. And I truly understand um, that, you know, everything is like patience, right? Everything is a learning experience. Everything is something. There's something to be grateful in every experience that you have, Um, even if at the moment it doesn't feel comfortable. Um, Like I said before, sometimes your heart has to feel uncomfortable in order for you to understand and experience what love really feels like and what peace really feels like and what truth really feels like for you. Um, So thank you so much for tapping in, tuning in and turning on the Pretty in the Paint podcast. I am your host, Miss Lady Sade. You can follow us on Instagram at Pretty in the Paint podcast. I do post weekly journal prompts on that page, just to allow you to take a deeper dive within yourself, and like I said, Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com, and we're just steady growing that brand. We're steady trying to, you know, refine that particular publication. But I'm very proud of myself for even putting it out, and for it having a purpose. Um, and I'm just thankful to my people who follow me on my regular Instagram page, Miss Lady Sade. So that's M S dot dot D E. I'm so grateful to everyone who is starting to follow my personal page and really just allowing me to open up and kind of be myself little little you know i don't know i wouldn't say sophista ratchet because i don't think i'm too ratchet i probably can be but it's not my favorite uh characteristic about myself sometimes because i definitely can go there so i try not to even um step into that energy because it's really not warranted most of the time but anyways yeah but uh like i said thank you for being here with me thank you for being the best part of this podcast thank you for listening and thank you for keeping it pretty in the paint and that's on period peace